Luke Walton Talks Lakers is presented by Big Baller Brand. LeVar spoke Lonzo to the Lakers into existence, and now we're speaking this sponsorship into existence. Big Baller Brand, stay in your lane. Big Baller Brands is not affiliated with Luke Walton Talks Lakers, nor is Luke Theodore Walton, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, to be conflated with Luke Francis Walton, co-host of the show and member of the band Fine. This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilly, and joining us, as always, from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What's up, John? We're playing the Heat tonight. I was ready for you. You were ready. Last time you caught me, uh, caught me off guard. This time I'm ready. Ready, but not interesting. <laughs> I want to thank all of our followers for tuning in. Please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, the new Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your pods, even if you're an old school RSS guy. Uh, if you're enjoying the pod, I only say guy because 70% of our listeners are male. If you're enjoying the pod, please share with friends and please comment. Shout out the 30% that are female. I know, though. I know, though. Yeah. <laughs> share it with one of your female friends ever all of our listeners <laughs> if we get it to 31 we'll bring shane walton off yeah of Lonzo Island. there you go we'll bring her back from lonzo island where we left her hey <laughs> is the google play yeah. is the is the google podcast app new still does it still qualify i mean we've been saying it for 32 episodes 31 31 no yeah, no, 31. no we we only recently added it this season oh, okay all right so that's only is it been... only new until there's another new one that we add yeah, okay, to the I'm list. with that. I'm with that. Right. It'll be the new blank when a Episode new... Episode uh... 151. <laughs> Follow us on the new Google Podcast app. <laughs> it's been deprecated because no one actually uses it and we're still saying that. I mean, yeah. Listen on Spotify, people. <laughs> yeah, or iTunes. Like... <laughs> I want to see those Spotify numbers go up. iTunes are pretty good, but the Spotify numbers... That's true. There's like seven of you on Spotify. 30. There's at least 30. Oh, it's gone up. Okay, gone that's up. good. That's good. Uh, I'm always curious by uh, curious of people who listen to podcasts on platforms other than like the core, what I view as the core platforms, which are like iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. now the Google podcast app. Mm-hmm. And then like I'll include Stitcher because yeah. they seem to be, but like outside of those four. What about Podbean? Podbean ain't paying a shit. <laughs> We're paying them. Yeah, I think it's right. I think it's weird. Who uses Podbean? <laughs> They're not a sponsor. All right, with that, let's. Get Although we're some... happy to take their money if they want to pay us. Let's get into some Lakers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, all right, let's jump into some in or out. It should be a fun one. Uh, Luke, in or out. Uh, Luke Walton is a key reason that the 03 draft class is so well regarded. In, you can't discount basketball IQ. Yeah, so some, for, some, uh, for some context, Luke Walton today uh, was asked about being in the 03 draft class, and he said, quote, I feel a lot of pride. I feel like I brought a lot to the table as far as being one of the top draft classes of all time. I mean, guys like LeBron and D-Wade and Bosh and Walton, we really did our thing. <laughs> So I'm in as well. D Wade tonight, when he was walking by Coach's uh, pregame presser, just as it ended, said really loudly, Luke Walton made the 03 draft what it is. <laughs> One of the best of all time. 
Yeah, I mean, I think a really like downplayed storyline tonight is it may be LeBron and Wade's final time going head to head. This could be Wade and Walton's final time going head to head. Yeah, everybody misses the subplot. Yeah, they really buried the lead with this one. <laughs> um, all right, next one. Uh, shout out Josh Hart's Twitter. Luke, in or out, Chipotle definitely tastes better with a plastic fork than a metal fork. You know what? I'm in on this, and here's I why. I am too. Oh, you're in too. I am too. I, I think that I have, I think I have like a, if it's a metal fork, that shit's cold. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's like a little metal. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. We have all just exposed ourselves as primarily burrito bowl eaters. Oh, from Chipotle. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, from from Chipotle, from Chipotle. But I think it's because we we appreciate a real burrito, not <laughs> what a real tortilla tastes like. Yeah, and like like a, the ratio of tortilla to stuff. Like I don't want I don't want a a fat burrito. I don't want a chode burrito. I want like I look for length, not girth. I'm uh, glad to know how you feel about burritos, Luke. Um. You know, our boy, our boy Coos was giving Josh a hard time saying way to end the year with a whack tweet. But I think Josh makes a good point here. And I think I said something more whack. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair way to end 2018 with a, a whack uh, in or out take. Well, now we have to have another pod before the end of the year. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, all right. Next up, in or out. Swaggy signing with the Nuggets. Rarified, today. rarified air up there. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be able to shoot from even deeper. Do you think this has to do with the uh, recent? No, I guess not recent anymore. But legalization of recreational marijuana in Denver <laughs> or in Colorado. I Swaggy think- listed out the teams he would play for, and it's only the teams in states that have legal recreational weed. They're like the Jazz wants you. No way. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he's uh, I think he's on there because the Nuggets are just giving everybody the license to just score. Can you mm. imagine Swaggy and Isaiah Thomas when he's back together? It's going to be hilarious. I keep forgetting that that guy's still on this team. Yeah, yeah, he still exists. Yeah, players who leave the Lakers seem to have like bad bad injury <laughs> struggles. <laughs> Dwight Howard, Isaiah Thomas, Steve Nash. It's not, a, not a good road. Yeah, find him. <laughs> Kobe after he retired when he tore his Achilles. Oh. Um, yeah, I guess I'm in on this for Swaggy. I'm out on this for the Nuggets. I don't think they need <laughs> yeah. to sign him. Yeah, with that. The Jazz actually needed him. The Jazz could have used him. The Jazz him. would have been a good team because their three-point percentage has fallen off the cliff. They got Corver though, so. Well, helps. they should lobby their legislature to. <laughs> it's, a, it's a two-step process. <laughs> If you want swaggy, step one, lobby legislature. Um, all right, next up, uh, there was a quote that you sent me about uh, Kobe being deadly serious about passing the torch to LeBron James. So, Luke, in or out, Kobe has effectively passed the torch to LeBron. Yeah, let's... let's uh... Look at this quote. My impact on this organization is to look forward. If I've taught this fan base anything, it's that we want excellence. We want championships. I could I actually picture him like screaming this. <laughs> I think he's just on a throne when he says this. Oh, okay. You're, yeah, you're more regal. I'm yeah. like, I'm like hearing him like, we want championships. <laughs> it's about the purple and gold. 
<laughs> you think he's like gone off the deep end with this yeah, one? Yeah. No, no. I imagine I, I, him like Academy Award in one hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. MVP trophy in the other hand. <laughs> a, a bottle of body armor connected to a in his metal third straw. hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but actually, actually, what what he is saying uh, in the next part of the quote is, I came in here and Magic embraced me with open arms, as did Kareem and Worthy and everybody else, Jerry West, Elgin, all those guys. It's our responsibility to do the same thing for the next generation that comes in. I take that stuff deadly serious. It's like, no, guys, we need more championships. <laughs> so... <laughs> I love that last part. No, guys, we need more championships. <laughs> So I get it. Like, I think, you know, he's a student of the game and he's trying to preserve a legacy and he knows that he is that it, you know, what this really is. It's less Kobe passing the torch to LeBron and more like Kobe picking up the torch from the legacy guys of Lakers past. Like Kobe. You mean LeBron, you mean LeBron picking up the torch? No, 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 no. I'm talking about Kobe here. Oh, he's now, he's now the recipient of another torch, a subsequent torch. There are two torches. (laughs) There are many torches in the Lakers organization. (laughs) <laughs> so what I'm picturing is that there's there's the Jerry West torch. Okay. And the way that he conducted himself and gave himself back to the organization after his playing days is right. now something that is picked up by Magic, and now Kobe is trying to capture that too. So when West passed the torch, did he light another? Yeah, he had plenty of fire. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is Kobe's, I'm in on this as well. I do think Kobe's done a, a good job of, of, of passing the torch to LeBron. Yeah. But I will say the way that he, that he talks about, guys, we need more championships. It sounds like a thirsty dude outside a club who's like not being allowed in, who's like, guys, we need more girls before the bouncer's going to let us in this club. Yeah, it, it, uh, it sounds a bit desperate. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like LeBron was his first, first choice. <laughs> but who do you think his first choice would have been james harden body armor oh okay okay um Atetekumpo. how about somebody else who was represented by clutch uh not by clutch but by uh our, our gm uh who i'm forgetting his name right now <laughs> oh rob palinka rob palinka how about another guy who is uh, represented by rob palinka trevor ariza oh man we're gonna talk for most of the pod, I think, about we this are, situation. But real quick, just yeah. one word, in or yeah. out. Uh, Luke, are you in or out the Lakers should trade for Ariza? Unequivocally, uh, slightly equivocally. I have one scenario where we shouldn't. In every other scenario, we should. Wow. All right. Uh, I think I'm in on this as well, but I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to have you convince me. And I think he wants it. I think that Rich Paul wants us to trade uh, KCP. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we will get to that in a minute. Uh, But before we do, let's just kind of wrap up on a few things since the last time we talked. So the last time we talked, we were in the process of beating the Suns, Mm -hmm. which is great. Uh, Apparently, we don't curse games when we record during them, which is great because we're playing the heat right now. Exactly. So uh, that's a good thing. Got this baby on tape. I get to skip all those commercials of that lady uh, like bathing herself on the car for Carl's Jr., See, you, you get, get you get all the good commercials. It's not no, it's not no, a it's commercial. Not. Okay, <laughs> I I I get um, I get like just like the the streaming like when there's not a commercial, and they just play like the theme song on repeat for a few minutes. <laughs> 
You don't even or get I, like Laker girls feed or like. No, they cut shooting. it out. It cuts oh. and then it or like um, I get a lot of uh, there's like a Meals on Wheels ads that I get with this old lady going who dis. It, <laughs> oh, that is odd. And I it like every time I stream anything, it's the first commercial I see every commercial break. This <laughs> who dis. It's pretty cute. The premise is that this guy volunteers for Meal on Wheels. She texts him because he's like her meal delivery guy. Uh-huh. He's like a volunteer and he doesn't have her, her phone number. And so he replies in a text with who dis. Mm. And she got a kick out of it. So now anytime she seeds him, she greets <laughs> him with who dis. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Yeah. You I can would, see I've heard this commercial many times. I would trade uh, my aforementioned Carl's Jr. commercial for a cute old lady because. Aww. This is, this commercial is also Meals on Wheels is probably like objectively better for the world than Carl's Jr. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> up and down. All right, man, we're prone to sidebar tonight. Um, yeah. all right. <clears throat> so since last time we talked, uh, we notched a win against the Suns. Like I said, we also got one against the Spurs, and we beat the Grizzlies. Yeah, uh, I don't know how we did that. Crushed um, the Grizzlies. We did drop a tough one of the Spurs, uh, yeah. which was the result of us allowing 44 points in the fourth quarter of that game. Yeah. Um, we're 16 and 10, which is a 50 win pace. Beautiful. 50.4 technically, but 50. And you, uh, and you called 50, right? That was I did. And we're, and we're fifth in the West. I said 50 wins and fifth in the West. Yeah. So uh, we're, uh, we're, we're doing it. And um, we're playing the Heat right now, like I said. Luke, that Grizzlies game, I just got to say, like, let me like here's the here's the picture. Rondo uh-huh. is out with a hand injury. Uh-huh. Ingram is is out. We're gonna talk about that in a second. It's the second night of a back to back against like a really disheartening loss to the Spurs. Yep. Again, the Grizzlies are a good team. They're kind of the antithesis of the Lakers. They're mm-hmm. still they're like the one last remaining slow it down team in the league. Yep. And we smacked them. Yeah, we did. Like I I couldn't watch the game. I was at a family holiday party and it wasn't nationally broadcast anyways. I was dumbfounded every time I checked my phone and saw that we were up by 10, 12, 15, 18, like in a, we won by like 20. Yeah, and we basically led the entire game by 20. The the pretty much the fourth fourth quarter had Braun sitting on the bench, which we haven't done yet and No, that that was nice. Heavens on a back to back to like there we go. And we we finally got um uh Bomba got his uh a bonga, not Mo Bomba. <laughs> bonga. <laughs> Isaac Bonga, not Mo Bomba. Um Bonga got his first points. Uh, yeah. point coming as a free throw. And uh Svee got some threes. His touch is looking a lot better. Yes. That's Silky. for sure. He's it yeah, it's it was a little disheartening the first couple times we saw him, but he's doing a lot better now. It, when he when he makes a three you feel how talented he could be. It's like it's like one of those just like, oh, the ball didn't even touch the net, kind of. Like yeah. the the rim could be half as big and it would have gone in. Yeah, definitely, definitely true. Um uh did you see the video not only when Bonga got his first points, but yep. when Mo got his first points? Yeah. I was yeah, I watched that game. I watched the last game too. The- I love I just love how into it these guys are getting for our young guys. Well, it's, it's funny too, because Wagner has been leading the like bench mob in terms of just absolute intensity. He looks like a meme 
yep. out there. Like that frog with the big lips, like ah, like shooting a laser beam. I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's kind of what Wagner looks like when he's screaming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's cool to see the big guys, Tyson and uh, JaVale. They, and they LeBron, were like, LeBron's yeah, celebrating LeBron was, for these guys. And LeBron's actually having fun. Yeah. Which is amazing to see because it's been years. Yeah. And I just it's just cool because I think when we talk about the young core, we, we're not talking about about Mo and Svi and Bonga. Core. Yeah, they're, they're the peripheral, the peripheral core. Um so it's just cool to not forget about them. Yeah. And to remember that they're, you know, they're it's it's awesome for them to get this experience. I just want to say I just checked while we were chatting. Uh-huh. Um we're four for four on the second night of back to backs. Amazing. Now we've had some like some nice we've had some some good matchups like we've played teams where they're missing a player and some things like that but pretty proud of this team for being able to like pull it back together not let these games become traps it's pretty cool I mean that's what happens when you're young like the last year's Cavs wouldn't have been able to do that and also the fact that we're getting a good percentage of our back-to-backs early <clears throat> on like this is a lot of back-to-backs already to start the year and we've yeah. been successful I mean that really sets us up down the down the road, literally. Hundred um. percent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a couple other things. Uh, we've been without Brandon Ingram for the last couple games. Yeah. Uh, after Lamarcus Aldrich stuck his foot out underneath Brandon while he was shooting a jumper. So dirty. Uh, yeah, a la Jalen Rose, yep. Kobe Bryant. <clears throat> yep. um, dirty player. Can't stand for that. I do think that one thing that's pointed out to me, and I'm curious what you think about this, is that I think that this has caused me to realize that I have been undervaluing uh, Ingram's defense. Yes. Because 100%. I don't think we, we haven't really missed much on offense from him. There, there's been a few possessions where I would have loved to have him. Mm-hmm. But it was those minutes against DeMar. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, man, yeah. we really could have used Ingram in that fourth quarter against the Spurs. Can I take this as a moment to expound on a larger theory? Because I, th- I think this Please. is good. Okay, so Please. I think, and I, this is going to lead me to what I'm, what I'm thinking about Trevor Ariza as well. Okay. And the KCP trade. We have been developing our players in a non-traditional way, our young players in a non-traditional way. So you look at uh, young kind of budding superstars throughout the league. I think uh, Devin Booker is a really good example because he highlights exactly what we're not doing. Uh, typically when you have a young guy that you're trying to make like the focal point of your team, you mm-hmm. run a lot of you sets, a lot of screens for saying. them and you make them a very high usage player. I think that's like, if you want to inflate somebody's stats, that's what you want to do. Right. Like you feature them in your offense is what you're getting at. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that long term, that might be kind of a foolish move. I think mm-hmm. that I like what the Lakers have been doing because I think we've been prioritizing defensive development. Most of these guys don't play a lot of defense coming up, you know, through AAU and college, the one year of college that they most of them play. So I think we've been prioritizing teaching the young guys defense. And that has come at the expense, particularly for, for guys like mm-hmm. Lonzo and Ingram, our two number two picks, guys that you expect to be going for 20 every night. Yep. It's, a, it's impacted them on the offensive end. They're lower usage players. They haven't you know, develop the skills that we would expect at this point, but their defensive skills are really, really growing. And we see Lonzo is now kind of our rover on defense. He's the guy that's like going and helping and he's able to cover like a good third of the court. Yeah, he's a, a really advanced defender. He is. And I think Ingram is becoming a very good isolation defender. So a good example is DeMar DeRozan 
before Brandon Ingram's injury and then after Brandon Ingram's mm. injury. And I think that he's the perfect kind of player that you want a guy like Brandon Ing- Ingram on because without him, he goes for 32 against us Yeah, every night. We just don't have the size or the speed to, to keep up with him. But with him, I think, I, I think he was like one for six when Ingram was guarding him. So Yeah. I mean, I think you make some good points. I think the disparity between like Lonzo's scouting report yeah. in college uh-huh. and his defense in the pros is a pretty good example of that. Now, I think he was probably a better defender than he was billed as. Yes. But still, some of that, I think, comes down to, to good coaching by Luke and his staff. Mm-hmm. And all of the many coaches that we have. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think another example of that is like we're seeing Kuzma yes. transform into a really good passer and a really good defender mm-hmm. before our eyes. Like it's insane to to consider how bad of a defender he was 26 games ago. Yes. And how good of a defender he was against the Grizzlies. Yes. And in, and in spurts against the Spurs too. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the way he's been able to pick that up midseason. And imagine what people would be saying if he was making those strides offensively. But his defense still sucked. Most people watch highlights. Most people look at box scores. Yeah. So they'd be like, oh, my God, Brandon Ingram, or oh, my God, Kuzma. They're like uh, transcendent players, whatever, second coming. But that's not what we're looking for. We have LeBron James. Like We need guys that can hold their own on defense because, I mean, LeBron's only going to give you so much on that end. Yeah. So I I feel like a lot of times also teams end up having to like waste a lot of their assets to acquire defenders. Yes, exactly. And if if we're managing to develop like a strong defensive core, Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, a really invaluable asset, which I'm sure is going to factor into your takes on Ariza and generally trades. It is. This is this is what makes me feel like we made the right move not trading for Paul George or Kawhi Leonard is the defense you you can you can have a guy that's better offensively than all four of them but you cannot ha- get one single player you can't get four people who are as good as at defense as they are except anthony davis well yeah and he's okay. the caveat he's the caveat for the kcp okay. thing too if we get if we're if we're really looking and we're going to trade all four of these guys for anthony davis i think we need to keep kcp but i'll get there i'll get there for sure. So I think just one more little house cleaning uh, topic before we get to talking about Ariza and that trade is um, just some unfortunate news today. Uh, Rondo had a little bit of a setback, so he's not going to be practicing with the team for the <sighs> next uh, like week or so at least. Hurts. Um, he had to get his hand drained. Oh, um, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. What I read that, that later what today. What does that entail? Just, I think just swelling and like okay. some extra fluid. Um, okay. But... Uh, it you know it's unfortunate because like we talked about last time he actually has a, a pretty big impact on this team and yeah. with with uh, with Ingram still out probably mm-hmm. at least another game it mm-hmm. hurts um, but we're getting to see a lot of heart and yeah. heart really shined in the last game as he a did. starter he did and uh, it is giving some of our other guys a chance to play we've also seen like a weird resurgence in Beasley I know I saw some takes by some people I respect about saying like. Good thing Luke finally figured out that with Beasley, you get the same offensive output as, or you get a better offensive output than Lance with an equally poor defensive one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can get buckets. Yeah, he still can do that. Um, All right, so let's move on to like the real topic of the night. Oh, yeah. Uh, This Trevor Ariza trade that Woj reported. So last night... Uh, Woj dropped a little bit of a doozy of a Woj bomb. Um, 
saying that the Lakers are engaged in trade talks with the Spurs to acquire Trevor, Trevor Ariza. There was also some talk of it involving a third team. Uh, speculation is that it will, it'll, will involve um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. So, Luke, I just kind of want to pitch this to you. Um, I know you've been looking into sort of like Pope's contract situation and some yeah. details around this. What what do you have to share with the folks? Okay, so there there are a lot of kind of things that are floating out there, and I want to delve into first what does KCP want, and via that, what does LeBron James's agent want? <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, KCP is Clutch Sports, as well as Anthony Davis. And clearly, Clutch Sports is the at least the number. That's it's the number one most because you have you have LeBron and you have Anthony Davis. So they're they're the biggest, most important agency group out there, um, and they're only going to get more people. I think that Kuz is lined up to sign with them. I'm not sure Zion might be too. I don't know if I read that wrong, but I'm not uh, sure about that. It's yeah. a little early for them to be talking about yeah, Zion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like uh, Jay Z's like Jay Z's agency like rock agency or whatever it was called was growing but you're definitely right that even if they're not the biggest like clutch has become the most important yeah agency in in basketball yeah. so i think that uh you know having rob palinka at the helm for these kind of things uh he knows the the, the value of taking care of that agency relationship yeah he speaks and the language he speaks the language and so so let me let me paint the picture in this way kcp is in a contract year he wants to make the most amount of money that he can following this, as does Rich Paul. Everybody yep. makes the money. Yep. And maybe LeBron. He seems to own a percentage <laughs> of this as well. Um, <laughs> not officially. <laughs> uh, so KCP isn't starting, and he's not going to start, most likely, with the Lakers. If he wants to make the money that he can make, he needs to go find a starting position. He needs more playing time. And he... He's, he doesn't want that on the Suns. So that's why we need the third team. Gotcha. If, if we just if we just were just like, yeah, whatever, screw you, KCP. We just trade him to the Suns and let him rock there. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's going to sit behind Booker. and Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. He wants to go somewhere that he's going to like have usage. And that's probably the 76ers. There are a few other teams out there, but 76ers seem to be like the one that's like really screaming out. Like, they'd be a contender. He'd get national coverage. He'd play against other guys that cannot shoot. Like, <laughs> yes, there's a lot going on there that. Yeah. I think I think I saw something. It's been three years since Ben Simmons has hit a three pointer in a in a competitive basketball game. <laughs> so ideal fit, ideal fit, uh, and he might even be able to sign there long term. Yeah, I mean, so that has definitely been the the third team that I've seen in all of the speculation. Yeah, yeah. Are there any others that come up, or is that really it? Like the and it's for Mar- Markel Fultz, right? It's like yeah, KCP Fultz Ariza mm-hmm. do the little carousel, you know, from one team to the other. I think the Suns would go for just picks. I don't think the Suns would necessarily need to take back. I don't know exactly how that works money wise. Uh, for but I think this, I don't think the Sixers would do it unless they could get off Fultz. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think they would need a pick and a player. Yeah, probably. So that's probably. my concern with this with this endeavor is yeah. that it would likely require a pick. I don't know if it's going to require a pick out of us. Okay. I think it's going to require a pick out of the other team because I think that what uh, the Suns are looking for is just they're rebuilding, <clears throat> so they want picks. I think that we're shipping out a valuable one year deal that could help a contender 
and also get money off the books. So I think that that's worth a pick from somebody. So I think that's how the carousel runs. Maybe, maybe somebody else gets thrown in, but okay. Uh, like Fultz makes sense, but I don't know if they're ready to cut ties with him entirely yet, just in case you know he ends up being good for another know. team. They seem but they seem pretty ready. I would be. They, they seem pretty ready. I would be. I don't want him. I mean, no. yeah, and like his agent seems like he's Tony Brothers seems like he's in a pretty adversarial position with yeah. the uh, Sixers front again, office again. Agency thing. Yeah. So so yeah. So what's what's the? I, I know there's been some some talk about some details in KCP's contract. Uh-huh. What can you tell us about that? Okay, so it's been falsely reported that it's a no trade clause. That's not true. Okay, it is a veto clause, and I like I understand that that's like oh, it's not really. <laughs> so what's the difference? <laughs> so the difference is that yeah, he can he can veto any trade. He can veto any trade, but. Uh, Basically, the reason why that exists is not because like he's so loyal to the organization or anything like that. It's because he has his bird rights still. Still, it's like a different kind mm. of bird rights. Okay, uh, it's not a full bird right. Uh, and this is what leads me to the Anthony Davis thing. Okay, if we want to get Anthony Davis, then we're gonna lose some of these young guys, and we're gonna be yeah. at the cap at the end of the year. Yep. So now all of a sudden we don't have any serviceable young talent that's going to play for us for really cheap. You know, we'll be left with like Wagner and Sfi. And so you need somebody like KCP to sign with bird rights over the cap. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I thought you were going to say we need someone like Trevor Ariza who is... No. See, who got their big paycheck and who loves this organization and is willing to take less money to play with LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's No, that's the other angle. If we sign somebody outright and keep our young core, then oh, I think gotcha. Ariza might be willing to stick with us for a year. So that's those are the two lanes. If we're going Anthony Davis, I think KCP is the, we want to retain him uh, because at the end of the year, like we're going to need, like bird rights allow you to go over the cap. So we need people that we can go over the cap with. Sure. If we're not going to get Anthony Davis, which I guess is most likely, I think that the odds of that are fairly slim. Sure. It, who, who knows? But Less fairly, likely than not, yeah. Yeah. I think that the odds of us retaining our young core and adding a piece just outright in free agency is probably more likely. Um, just given the, the fact that there are more players and they're not locked into a two-year deal. I mean, there, there are so many different things. Like, you have to contend with an organization where they're trading their very best player they've ever <laughs> right, had. Right. And you also have to... Like, Who still has two years on his contract. Still has two years on, a con- on his contract, and he's about to be offered a super max. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, a little bit of money. Like, it's like $200 million. $200 million. More than that. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going to yeah. be bigger than Russell Westbrook's contract. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, that's hard to turn down. And Anthony Davis really loves or- uh, New Orleans. So, like, it's not... It's not the same as Paul George being like, I hate this place. Like, you right. know, it's right. It's right. not it's not the same. So, yeah, if we if we can get him, we, we get him. But I think most likely we end up going for a player in free agency. And because we've been focusing on defense first for these young guys, we can we can pull in a guy that's going to contribute just enough offensively, you know, be a, a under like next to LeBron, probably a 25 point per game superstar and give us some defense. Preferably, preferably a guy over six six, you know. All right, so so let's just <clears throat> let's cover this point off. Yeah, uh, it can't happen until December fifteenth. Right, that's the that's the rule because both both KCP and Ariza were signed this year, so you got to mm-hmm. wait till the fifteenth before you can trade any of those players. Mm-hmm. But after the fifteenth, then it's kind of off the races until the trade deadline. Anybody's anybody's uh, up for grabs. Um, so like that's you did a really good job of explaining kind of the <clears throat> the the 
the details around this context, things like that. Let's uh-huh. just talk about like basketball reasons. Sure. Why do we want Ariza over KCP or do we want Ariza over KCP? It, I think it's mostly experience. It's mostly. And like, and I, I think that more of what this is than basketball is doing a solid for KCP next year. If he really feels like he needs more minutes to prove that he's worthy of a big contract. Okay, so you you see this also like again not basketball yeah or not a basketball reason but like this is like keeping our relationship with Rich Paul in yeah. a very healthy place yeah that's what I see it as primarily and then I think on the basketball court I think it's basically a wash so I actually disagree with you I don't think it's a wash please because I <clears throat> I do think that you know they're different posi- they do play different positions according to the counting stats right small like forward versus to- shooting guard is that what yeah, it is yeah 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 it's like forward but in reality i think like they're both they're both wings yeah and so if you think about them in those terms ariza is much bigger yeah he's much longer i still think that he is uh, a better defender yeah i would agree then kcb part of that is aided by his length yeah. Um, and people need to realize that he was that he's on the Suns. And so looking at his stats this year is like looking at uh, Tyson Chandler when he was on the Suns. These these vets that are on the Suns know that they're in were like, I don't know, seventh circle of hell and like oh, they're not doing their best. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I, I saw someone who referred to the Suns as the uh, the Lakers development team. <laughs> Woo, it's like the Padres <laughs> to the Dodgers, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, like Ariza last year on the Rockets was a 37% three-point shooter. Yeah. With seven attempts per game. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Uh-huh. Uh, his last year in Washington, he was a 40% three-point shooter. Sounds like 5. a guy. 5.7 attempts per game. Sounds like a guy that would play well with LeBron. Yeah, I mean, he his, his shooting percentage is actually, uh, like, funny enough, early in his career, kind of up until he left the Lakers, uh-huh. were shoddy. And then, actually, all the way up until 11-12, he was kind of in, like, the low 30s. And then something switched. And he's been 36, 40, 35, 37, 34, 36, 35. I remember him being, like, one of the guys that Kobe would actually pass to, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. I mean, when he was with the Lakers, though, he averaged... His first season, he averaged 0.6 attempts per game. Yeah, first and season... And his second season, he averaged 2.3 attempts per game. First season, he was, uh, he was injured a lot of it. Uh, that, is, that is true. Um, yeah, he only played 24 games and he only started three of those games, yeah. but and only played like 18 yeah. minutes per game. But I mean, ultimate hustle player, like I'll always remember that Christmas day play. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Trevor Reese is super endeared to Laker fans. So I, I like, <laughs> I feel like everybody would be really stoked to have him back. I wish he was three years younger, but like, you know, what can you do? Well, and let's not forget, like. The Rockets are one Trevor Ariza away from like being a good team. Mba mm, uh, Mute as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to overcredit him too much, but yeah. but it's it's a real thing, right? Yeah, like, those two guys. Yeah, Ariza played a real significant role for them in the playoffs yeah. last year. Yeah, he yeah. was a big reason why they were able to take Golden State to seven. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, I mean, that's a good point too. Like, who are we trying to match up against? Yeah. So I think because we already have pretty big guys in our on our team. Yeah. Having like an oversized. Yeah two basically right isn't that big of a deal that's a good point because if you if you lined up the wingspan of zoe ariza lebron ingram uh, and like javel chandler kuzma any of those guys is the fifth like, yeah that's that's a long team 
Very. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, actually, the more I think about this, the more I'm, I'm pretty down with this. Yeah. Um, here's, here's my question though for you. Yeah. And I think this might be an interesting situation is like, does he need to start? No, no heart. We got heart, man. You don't think so? Ooh, actually though, I think he will thrive alongside LeBron. Here's the thing. Yeah. He's started every game he's played since the 2013-2014 season. Wow. He started and played in 77 for Washington, and then he started every single game for Houston. 82, 81, 80, 67, and 24 this year with the Suns. Wow. So that's my only concern is like, does he view this? Is he going to view this the same way that KCP is thinking about his current role, which is like, I'm on a one-year deal. I want to get paid again. I don't want to jeopardize my my opportunity after this season. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, what would that look like, right? What would like what would a who would he swap for? Kuz? Maybe Ingram? Yeah. Yeah, one of the two. So like what would a like Lonzo Ariza? Kuzma, LeBron, uh-huh. JaVale starting lineup look like? Pretty burning. You're <laughs> <laughs> pretty damn good. Because then you know that coming off the bench and for significant chunks of the fourth, uh, we just have whoever's playing better out of Ingram, Kuz, and... Uh, Hart. Hart. We haven't even met uh-huh. Hart. Dude, yeah, that's a stacked team. And like, that I mean, feels pretty good. It does. It does feel pretty good. I think that Ariza does more of the stuff that doesn't show up in the box score. Yeah than kcp does yeah i agree with that it the yeah the hardest thing is like oh kcp's young uh but if we're not viewing him as a long-term asset then uh, i could almost it's better to get an older guy that's willing to take a minimum next year to compete for a championship to get him yeah. integrated now like like we're probably not winning the championship this year <laughs> who knows though um, and <laughs> I'm, re- yeah. I'm ready to go there <laughs> I mean, especially someone with a history with the organization. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they could be like, okay, I want to retire here. These fans are great to me. These are my best times in my career. I've, I've won a championship here. Let's do it again. Yeah. You know, I, that's a compelling story. I could see him taking less money, especially now that he got paid this year, 15 mil. Yeah. There's a, there Say, are a lot hey. of factors. Because that's, I mean, that's the thing that I'm worried about is like, okay, we sign another megastar next year for a huge 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 contract like what's the rest of our team look like we still need to have some guys well yeah it's it's the young young guys because we all we have bird rights on all of them so we can re-sign Kuz, Hart, Zoe, Ingram, Svi, Mo, and Bonga so that's seven dudes in addition to our two superstars and then yeah we're gonna have to fill that out and like pray to god that Chandler and JaVale enjoy playing here enough and are willing to get league minimums again <laughs> or or mini mid-level like i i feel like that's i feel like javel is making a good case for a mid-level exception yeah i i think the other thing that has that we haven't really talked about because we haven't seen him although he just finished up a practice in santa cruz uh is demarcus cousins oh shit yeah long time rumored uh you know like laker potential you know yeah we got to see him play he's still a big question mark right achilles injury is a very real injury we know that as well as anyone it ended kobe's career uh (laughs) um but uh 
I think I think depending on what how the season goes, he is kind of a, a forgotten entity in the free agent discussions. That's a good point. And maybe he's someone who could be had for less than a max, max, max deal. Yeah. Still a lot of money, but like instead of giving up the like 35 we'd give up for KD, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we could pay him a little less than that and save some money to 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 resign Ariza, to resign JaVale or Tyson or mm-hmm. Rondo or whoever. The problem is I kind of feel like we need to get a guy that can hit threes at a higher clip than DeMarcus can. Like he can hit threes, but you know, yeah, that's fair. Well, you want, I mean, we want clay. Clay yeah. is like the, yeah, yeah, we want clay. Yeah. Uh, like, and that, that's kind of the knock on Jimmy Butler is like, he can hit threes, but he, he jacks them up too often. And he really, he like thinks he's better than he, than he is, which is fun to watch. But we, we kind of just need somebody that's like steady. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like, are there any of those guys available? Like, are there any on them? Are there any just like consistent three point shooters on the market? Uh, I'll have to think about that more. None immediately come to mind. Yeah, is, is, no. the, is the problem. Yeah, especially now that Swaggy's off the market. I uh, know. Shoot, <laughs> J.R. Smith, lol. <laughs> uh, Do you see the Rockets are are considering him? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what we need in place of Carmelo Anthony? Another guy who jacks up ill-advised long twos. His former teammate. <laughs> Do you remember those? Do you remember yeah. those J.R. Yeah, Smith, the, the Carmelo? Nick, the Knicks teams. Awesome. With, Shump, with Shumpert. And... It was, that was a sight to behold. I saw them live one time. I saw them. Hey, like, uh, awesome. I, I went to the first, the only time I've ever been to Madison Square Garden. I saw them play the Celtics, and it was that team. It was it was the Carmelo J.R. Smith team. Uh, with with Shump and the Rockets should just uh, retain Carmelo and birth it again. <laughs> Can he be like an honorary Banana Boat member? Yeah. Jr. No. No, he got his banana card revoked. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Who do you think is captain of the banana boat? <laughs> That's LeBron James, good sir. Yeah, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Everyone forgets Gabrielle was on the banana boat. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, Carmelo was not. <laughs> Jimmy Butler doesn't. Yeah, he does. He does. He does not forget that at all. No, Jimmy Butler knows every photo that Gabriel Union <laughs> has ever been on. Oh, for real. Um, <clears throat> all right. Anything else about the uh, the Ariza trade? I, I, yeah, I think that I think that pretty much covers it from from what I understand. Uh, there's a lot of complexity here. Again, yeah, we're not going to know until the 15th, and even after that, like some of these weeks. trades, yeah, it could take a while. Um, Something something to to note is to consider why did this leak? Who stands to benefit? It's a good question, and I feel like that might be uh, the Suns. I think the Suns are trying to play us a little bit. So okay, there there is this story that Alex made us aware of, which is uh-huh. that Woj does not have good sources within like LeBron camps yeah. and LeBron teams. Yeah, right and. I think we're starting to see more and more that teams are kind of abusing Woj. Um, 
And it seems like there's some pressure on Woj to break stories because Shams and a few others, Scoop Mark B. Stein, Scoop B, can't forget about <laughs> Scoop B, uh, are starting to break stories. Yeah. Um, so teams are starting to like abuse him a little bit uh-huh. and they're floating like fake narratives to him because he'll, he'll put them on the airwaves. God knows so do you he won't write about th- it. What's up? God knows he won't write about it. No, <laughs> or he will poorly. Um, <laughs> So do you think that there's a possibility here that the Lakers have never actually engaged the Suns in Ariza trade talks and that the Suns fed this to Woj for him to surface it? Yes. To like to begin the conversation. Yes, there is a chance. 100% there is a chance because we've seen a lot of false Lakers talk so far. Yeah. How high do you how high would you put the odds of that happening? Maybe like 35. Wow, that's pretty substantial. Yeah. Okay. Because it like, why did this come out? You know, like the yeah, Lakers, now, the Lakers now didn't link it. Times, like, Rich Paul didn't link it. I don't think so. I mean, Rich, unless ooh, Rich Paul leaking it. Like, unless he was trying to drum up support for like a KCP trade. Like, oh, they're gonna trade it to a. Re- I don't know. I like the Sun, but they, they were looking for a third team, so that doesn't really make sense. I think it has to be the Suns. Yeah, the fact that it wasn't reported with the third team is really odd to me. Yeah. It almost it, and it actually like it makes me wonder like why did Woj report this? Uh huh. Because I guess it's not uncommon to say like these teams are looking for a third team to complete this trade. Yeah. But I, it's a little weird. There's something a little off about it. it the timing weird. is the timing is weird. The, mm-hmm. the not having the third team. Everybody immediately assuming that it's uh the the Sixers is odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole thing I know. seems. There's a lot. There's a lot. I've never. No on one there. has suggested anything other than the Sixers. I know. It's a little weird. There's something odd about this. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's a we'll little see. weird. Um. All right. So to wrap up, uh huh. We're playing Miami right now. We have no yep. idea how that game is going. Hopefully, nope. we didn't jinx them. Skip the commercials. Uh, let's see. For the rest of this week, we've got three more after tonight. We're at Houston. Road trip on, on Thursday. We are at Charlotte on Saturday. We are at Washington on Sunday. So, Luke, we got uh, Houston and then a back-to-back with Charlotte and Washington. Um, uh, we all know what you think we're going to do Houston. We, you, you're, you, you think we're going to beat them and Kuz is going to have a big night. Uh-huh. That's, your, that's your general prediction when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to Rockets. <laughs> across the, the Rockets. Um, <laughs> last season, though, my, my last season prediction was we were going to win once. <laughs> that's true. We did. <laughs> they were better last year uh charlotte we talked about this one last time charlotte mm-hmm. will probably be a tough game yeah it's probably um, the toughest in this next five game stretch but then we get washington on the second hey. night of a back-to-back maybe we can be five of five on yeah. the second night of back-to-backs yeah see if we can pour a little more gasoline on that dumpster fire <laughs> did you see uh uh what's the guy's name wob worldwide wob no he's like he the he's like the nba troll what did he say? Do you, do you not know who I'm talking about? No, I, 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 I don't know if I do. He's the guy who broke the uh, the video of um, of the of like Kobe of like when Kobe did, Kobe didn't flinch. It was like the guy actually didn't like. Oh yeah, shoot yeah. the ball at him, which is not true. Uh, the ball no. was definitely going at his face. Yes. Um, but uh, Rob Perez. Yeah. At at Worldwide Wob, he uh, <laughs> he posted a video tonight of um, of Bradley Beal trying to posterize uh, someone. I don't remember who it was. 
and just getting demolished. <laughs> like literally getting thrown feet away from the basket <laughs> and just flopping like a rag doll on the court. <laughs> so uh, maybe Tyson can do that to him. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for is a little Tyson. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah. He just goes flying. Who's it against? Miles Turner. Miles Turner. That's right. It's against the Pacers. He just, I can see in the reflection of your glasses. It's pretty cool. He just goes flying. I just watched it five times. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully we can do that again. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about that. Um, And here's the big challenge. Julius Randle. Against the Lakers on the 21st of December. Yeah. Maybe we can watch that one together. Yeah, let's do it. I'll be, I'll be back for that one. And then uh, run Memphis, Golden State, Sacramento, Clippers, Sacramento. So I'm feeling pretty good about the Sacramento games. Uh, Memphis, if last game was any indication... Uh, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't. About I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say we can repeat that's, that performance. That I mean, pretty... we said we needed nine wins out of this month. Yeah, and uh, we already have gotten three. Mm-hmm. So I think six wins out of these next. Oh, that is so doable. It's totally possible. So doable. Totally possible. So uh, yeah, at Golden State's going to be really rough. Um, Plus, it's Christmas Day. So yeah, I know. I know. We're not home for Christmas Day. Do you realize that? Yeah, that's that's kind of a slight. Yeah, it's a. I mean, like a, I, I like they were still playing Christmas Day. I like being uh-huh. able to know that you know I'll get to watch the Lakers on Christmas Day in the afternoon or late or I guess evening, but not at home. It's a little bummer. I think that my favorite uh, Lakers jersey of like the era of me being alive is <laughs> the Lakers Christmas Day jersey that's like cursive. Do you know the, the one I'm the talking purple, about? The purple one. Like the white jersey with yeah, the purple yes. cursive. Yeah. yeah, that one is... Yeah, those are pretty sweet. It's great. I, I need to get a Luke Walton uh, Christmas Day <laughs> purple jersey. That is on my, uh, my Christmas list for our lo- loyal followers. 03 draft class legend Luke Walton. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank all of our followers for uh, listening to this uh, silly little pod. Uh, please subscribe to it on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, the new Google Podcast, new. <laughs> and many others. And check us out on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Peace. Let's beat the heat. Yeah, let's beat the heat. Take that, D Wade. <laughs> uh, Luke and D Wade's last matchup. hope it's poetic (laughs) see you john see ya